Bulls head coach Charlie Strong, welcome to the Bulluminati podcast. Good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. Um, so, three-three-five defense requires a lot of pressure. You got to get guys. You lose Sanat. You lose Hector. What What can we expect out of this defense this coming season? You made such a massive jump from what you inherited to one of the top twenty-five programs on defense statistically last year. Um, how can you keep that going with the transition in terms of personnel? Well, you really have to be very multiple on defense. You have to be aggressive, and, and you have. Have to you have to play to the personnel that you have so last year you lose uh, Senate you lose love and then you lose Hector so three guys up front and they played a lot of football and then you lose your all-time lead tackler at Augie and even in the back end with Abraham with forward and Nick you lose three guys so now it's, it's about replacing those guys and and the good thing about it is you, you always want to build a defense up front and go back so if, if you look at us up front you get Livingstone by, you know, Kegler's a guy that is, is very talented that needs to come on. You have Black, you have Brown, you have Jackson. You have a lot of bodies up front. It's just a matter of them coming on and playing. And then at the linebacker position, you know, they're moving McGee there, but you got Saltel moving McGee there. Now that's a, that's the position where we got to get stronger. And even in the back end, you know, you got Hoggins who's going to be back. You got Mazzy and you got Hemp on, on the corners with Barr coming in in the spring, doing a really good job for us. And then with Jamon with a point, you know, uh, those guys, you got, we have guys, it's, it's just a matter now of coaching them. And and I always, I, I always like to say this, it's, it's not like you're, you're re- rebuilding. Now your opportunity has come. It's, it's time to go play. When you finally get them in camp August 3rd, you can start hitting some people. Is it because you have so many bodies with so much potential? Is it just sort of like, you know, being out there and uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of like Darwinism. It's like, you know, somebody's going to survive here. We're going to have some survival of the fittest, and those guys are going to be the ones who, you know, you just got to go out and see them hit. I don't know if it's survival as, as much as, okay, guys, we have coaches, we have the guys. Now let's put them in position to, to, to where we're successful. Now it may it may be more of a like you know putting the pieces to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Now you know where, where, where can we put these pieces to the puzzle and how they're gonna fit for us on defense because we're gonna have to play really good defense. But but you look at it, you know you're, you're athletic. You know you're gonna be bigger. You're gonna be stronger. You're gonna be able to run. So now it's just you're gonna be young. But it doesn't matter the age. It's just putting them in position where where they can be successful. Blake Barnett comes in in May. What have you seen from him in the last couple months in the program? Well, I, we haven't been able, you know, when we start camp, it's the first time we really get a yeah. chance to really watch him throw it. But he's, he, his work ethic has been really good. Very mature young man. And has, uh, you know, he's came in. And, and, I, and I think with the addition of Blake, it's made the other guys around him better, and even the, even the whole office, because they've had a chance to see him, so they they know what they're looking at, and and so now it's, it's those guys are working, and and I think that it's just just mentally you lose Q. Now you're saying who's good quarterback is going to be? Not saying it's going to be Blake, but I think their mindset's a little different now. Hey, you know you got Oladoki, you got King, and you got Brett. Yeah, on the Blake flip side. side. Uh, Greg Keane, the academic play now the first four games. 
has has it been reduced to the two yet? What's his status on that? Well, nothing can happen with him academically until he finish up this summer. And so then when when we finish up this summer, then it's, it's going to be in a, 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 an appeal process and we have to go through all that. So we don't know exactly if it's going to be two or what it's going to be yet. There's going to be an NCAA decision, but we got to wait till summer school finish okay. and then we can go through it. So I'm going to tell you something that you already know. I'm sure, I know you're not a big social media guy. I know you don't <laughs> see too much of that stuff, but uh, I'm sure you know Stretch Overka keeps you involved in, in what's being said. Um, there's been some frustration with the offense. People say it looks like we're doing a lot of dive and a lot of you know third and one, fourth and one, running the ball up the middle, um, not necessarily using the athletes out in space. The, you know, that we, I mean, we're in Florida. We got athletes everywhere. You know this. Yes. You've recruited the state for your entire adult life. What what is your response to that? And is this team this year more suited for the kind of offense that you wanted to run than maybe last year's? Well, even, you know, I think that a, a lot of times, and you're right, you, you get you get criticism because everybody's like, well, they should have ran this play or they should have ran this play or they should have did this. And and what Sterling has done, you know, we were, we were still good on offense because you had a quarterback who could make plays. And, and so now what's going to happen is, you know, I, I think that we, we looked at you had two really good running backs last season. So now this season it's going to come into, okay, you got Mack, you have Cronkite, you have Bell. Yeah, you, you have some really good players there at running back. And so it's and now can our offensive line, are they going to be able to move people? Are we going to be able to create plays? We can run the football because you look at last year, how many games we, we rushed for, what, 300 yards? But but even offensively, it's kind of it's offensively it's gonna kind of be like defense because but you got you just have much more coming back on offense because you you look up front with the offensive line you you get Norman back you get Mays back you get Atterbury back now Wiggs has got to come on and then the other with Harris coming in there with the offensive line you feel pretty solid but you got to still you know you got to you got to develop eight guys there so if something happened you know you can move a guy in move a guy out and then at the quarterback position we got to get settled in on one guy that the team really believe in who they feel like hey this guy can beat a guy who's going to take us to where we need to get to because last season you know they never worried about anything because mm-hmm. they said we're down Q's going to do something right. and Q's going to get us back in the game <laughs> and then at wide receiver you lose about as but you still have McCants you have Rasheen Bronson who we lost in the, but Rasheen is back Solly is a guy outside St. Felix had an unbelievable spring so you got weapons out there if we get the ball out there it, it's it, it's more, and then at the running back, you know, with Mac, who's a big bruiser. I mean, and, and Mac's one of those guys. He, our guys don't want to tackle him. They don't want to <laughs> tackle him. And Cronkite gives you, now he gives you a different. So it's 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 that we we have it's it's now with our offense is it, is what you're saying. You know, get the playmakers in position. Now let's find a way to get them the ball, and let's let's find a way because you know just offensively, you, we can have, the offense is gonna. Have to help the defense early because the defense is, is where we got to get them going. It may take a game or two to get them really going. So offensively, we just got to jump out there and we can be ready to go. Talking about Elijah Mack, what did you see click for him during the spring? He was used very sparingly, like three carries the last half of the season. What what made it click for him? 
Well, we had a conversation, and Mike and I, I sat down, and I just asked him, uh, I said, what are your goals? You know, what, what, what do you see yourself doing? You know, with me now, and, and the way our coach now is, you know, you look at it, people talk about X's and O's. It's now about building confidence in young men. It's about developing young men, and, and it's about you believing in them, because if you believe in them, then you'll get a guy like Mac to turn. You'll get another guy that's, you know, trusts his ability, and you'll get those guys to come on. But that's, you got to have those conversations, and it's got to be the one-on-ones. Like, you, you just flat tell them, like, hey, this is what I think of you right now. And if that doesn't change, you won't play. Now, if, if, I, if that changes, then I think we're going to get some good football player out of you. And, but it, but you you can't beat around the bush. You just got to tell them, this is what I, how I feel about you. This is what I think about you. And then you're going to get you. You know, like, I tell you right now, I, I love Wilcox to death. I, I think Wilcox can be an unbelievable player. And I, I don't know if, as you know, in this league, if there's a guy like Wilcox. But I tell Wilcox all the time, I'm not getting it all from you. And, and, he's, and he'll tell you, he's like, well, Coach, you know what, you're right. But but he is he is a special football player. And so there's another guy on offense that, you know, you can, you can you know, like some people had to line up for four wide receivers. We don't have to because Wilcox can be, he can flex, you can flex Wilcox out and he can be a, uh, a mismatch for a defense, uh, for a defender. You can put him in the box. He can be a mismatch, but he just has such a skill set that it's just because the skill set he has is going to make us better on offense. We, we don't get you here all day. We could sit here and talk about offensive X's and I'd love to, but the indoor practice facility, yes. what what kind of difference does that make for your program going forward? And why is that, you know, we've tried to explain this to, to people, but it, it's better when it comes from a coach. Why is that more important than an on-campus stadium to the development of the program right now? And not having one, how is that affecting you in recruiting right now? It, it, in recruiting, it, it's, it's, it's all about you having to have, like, not so much an advantage, but you have to have something which draws to draws players. And so right now, with the way our facility is set up, we don't have nowhere where we can take a group and just sit them down and have and talk to them. We have a team meeting room, but that's broken up. And so this is such a recruiting advantage for them. This is a game changer. The facility will be a game changer because now you, uh, it, it was so funny, I, I was talking to a recruit, and he said to me, he says, uh, Coach, uh, uh, I don't school was recruiting against us and he says hey when you get with coach strong show coach show coach strong ask him to show you his his facility <laughs> and the kid wow. was like I was in his facility. He's like, no, no. Tell him you want to see his indoor facility. So the kid was like, Coach, I didn't, you know, I just never even thought about it. Y'all don't even have an indoor facility. He didn't, the kid really didn't know. But then the coach walked him around there. So then he got to me. He said, no, Coach, you, y'all don't have one. But it's it's such a game changer in recruiting. And you need it right now just because we, when you bring, when you bring players at campus, we lose, we lose recruits because of that because we don't we really don't and it's not like a lot of them want to go far away if we had it 
we would we, we, we do a good job right now recruiting. We really would be doing a good job on recruiting. We we would be smoking people, and and but but what happens is that you just it, it's it's you know they're looking for the new weight room. They're looking for the new training room. They're looking for the new meeting rooms. They're looking for an indoor facility where you can go. Hey, when it rains, guys, we're gonna go right. This is where we practice at. But and so the, the the stadium doesn't bother me right now because I just I need this facility because I have a I have a place where I play my games. I, I have a really good and I tell my players all the time the way I sell RJ. I said, listen, at some point, some of you guys think you're professional football players and you'll be dressing in this locker room if you're good enough, and you'll be playing on this field if you're good enough. But so that doesn't, the, the facility is what I need right now so that I can have something to recruit to. And and it, and it get, it's in, kids are into the, the new things. There There is, you know, it's eye candy for them. You know, they got this, they got that. And that's what it is. It turns into, they have that, you don't. They have that, you don't. And so, you know, we do it, like I said, we do a good job and we sell them somehow. I don't know how we sell them, but we get it, we get it sold. <laughs> yeah, uh, rumor has it, you and Derek Brooks are a pretty dynamic duo on the donor trail. What what is that relationship like, and how do you how do you uh, foster that into getting people to give you guys money? Well, the, the, the thing we do, and Derek knows a lot of people. I know a lot of people, and we just go down and and we just sit down with them. We just tell them this is what we need. You know, we 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 need your support to help us get the program headed to where we needed to get it to. And I, and I tell them all the time. I said, I said, guys, it is we need to have this and. It only helps our community. It helps the city of Tampa, and it gets everybody on board. That's because at some point, I said, "There's a, there's a lot of Gators. There's a lot of Florida State. There's a lot of Miami. They didn't even go to school at those schools. They're just supporting them because you know we didn't have football many years ago. So you know that's where I went. And so now we need to get those people back on board with us and to help our program. But D. Brooks and I have a great relationship. You know, he does a really good job and. And when we sat down, we just sat down and just tell them, say, hey, listen, this is what we got to have and this is what we need. And, and uh, right now, it's, you know, we've met with, oh, my God, we met with a ton of people. And even for one stretch, we were going out every day, meet with somebody different, which was fine. And, 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 I, and I just said I didn't mind doing it because it, because it's only going to help our program. In terms of um, recruiting the area high schools, how, how, I mean, you've known these guys, you know, I, I remember your opening press conference, you said, you know, you're shouting out like Robert Wiener at Plant and yeah. guys like that. And, um, how is the, the development of that, building that that four-county, five-county area, are the roots even deeper now for you than they were when you got here? Oh, you, you know what's really great is, is, is just because, okay, like, you, you like look at the city of Tampa. So when I was at you know, all my different stops that I had in college ball, you know, Sayo was at Jesuit when I when I first saw Sayo. So now he's at Berkeley. You know, Wainer's right there at at Plant. Uh, you know, Garcia has been at Hillsborough for 100 years. You know, and you know Callahan Callahan was at Armwood for all those years. So you, you develop a relationship, and then a lot of their assistant coaches are head coaches in some of the schools there in the area. 
area. And so then you go right down the street to Lakeland Castle. I mean, think about how long he's been there. And he is, Castle is still there. And you had some but, great success getting guys from Yeah, Lakeland. and I had great success <laughs> getting those guys, you know, all, of, all those guys. So the relation, and then, so, and then, you know, you, you, you go down to the West Coast, you know, all those coaches. So I, I know the coaches. So I so I can pick up the phone and say, hey, listen there, coach. You know, I, I hear you got this player. I need your help. You know, we really need that player. But, and those coaches know that, if, you know, they send them to us, they're going to be taken care of and they're going to get coached right there in a really good program. So it's always great to build those relationships. Year two, did you expect all the perks that come with this program? Well, it, 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 I knew that we had to build it. I knew that, you know, it's, it's, it's always good and bad with programs. And what's really good about this program is that it's still in that it, – it's, it's, the youngness is wearing off, but it's still a lot to do. But the foundation is there. That's a matter of us building it and continue to build on it. I, I really believe this. I, I, I think this this program could be unbelievable. I mean, because you you look at even where where Jim took it, and then last year with 11 wins, this year with 10 wins, it's there. It's just being consistent now. Can we be consistent enough where we can where it can happen over? over and over uh, you, you got a new boss um, Mike Kelly mm-hmm. I, I did you have any relationship before did you know who he was or anything like that and and how's that gone so far oh it's going really good I, I didn't know Mike before but but it's going really good and, and I think he's gonna be a great addition for us because he is where he, he understands it, you know, and not that Mark didn't understand it, but I'm happy for Mark for him going to Utah, and it's, it's great for him. But but Mike is going to do a, a really good job. Awesome, Charlie. Thanks so much for the okay, time. Really you. enjoyed it, right. Coach. Thanks All right, a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Coach.